stay up to date on the green and gold all off season. The green and gold fix podcast is brought to you by Potawatomi casino hotel, luxury stay, elite play unwind in sophisticated comfort, win big dine and experience the events in Milwaukee. Joining us to begin the show. He is entering the pro football hall of fame. He is entering the Packers hall of fame. He has been a wonderful friend to us and our show. But the most important thing to talk about with him is not Aaron Rodgers. It's Chase Woodson. I can't wait to talk about this. And why my children didn't get the same amazing genes. I think I know why. It is our friend Charles Woodson on Wildey House. Charles, good morning. How are you? Man, good morning, fellas, man. How y'all doing? So... Before we get to anything else, and and I'm a little confused because I saw this video first from your friend and our friend Will Blackman before I even saw you post it. Your son, Chase, I mean, I've seen some electrifying players. I mean, I did cover your seven years in Green Bay. I've covered Aaron Rodgers. But this was like... Explain to those who have not seen it, and I think it's on your social media now, but explain yeah. what you watched and what you felt as a father <laughs> as Chase was making, it looked like 16 kids on the field. You know what it reminded him. me of? That kick returner for the Chiefs back in like the early 2000s where it was like on a joystick. That's what it reminded me of. Dante Hall. Dante Hall. I remember Dante Dante Hall. Hall yep. man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, it, it, was, um, it was pretty crazy. You know, they were um, – they were in the championship game, actually, which was really great. You know, they, they um, you know, th- this team has kind of been together for the last year and a half, two years, and, you know, got close uh, under my coaching, by the way. But I wasn't coaching this year, and they finally won it. So kudos to the coaches that got them over the top. But I'm sitting there, you know, watching the game. They, they pretty much had the game, you know, in hand pretty much by that point. And uh, he, got, he got the ball, and, and when he caught it, you know, he made that first little jump cut, and I was like, wow. You know, and I, I pretty much thought that was going to be it, the end of the play, because, you know, they, they had the whole team, you know, kind of had him surrounded. And then all of a sudden he made the second jump cut, and I'm like, oh, 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 my, okay. So then he, he, he jumps cut, jumps cut, jumps cut and, and, and get two guys, and then those guys get up, and then he cuts in between those same two guys. And then by that point, man, I'm just – I'm I'm over here on the sideline, kind of pulling my hair out because I'm just watching him, you know, move around this field and maneuver the way that that, that he's doing it, and I'm just in amazement because I'm like, man, that's a, for one, really great agility, you know, what I'm saying the quickness, but it's the vision, you know, and and for him to you know make some of the moves that he makes without looking at the defender, I'm just sitting there tripping because. I can't teach him that. You know what I mean? That's something that he, he just has naturally. And it's funny, as I talked to him the other day, you know, after the game, and I sat him down because I got it on the video. And I'm like, hey, man, kind of tell me what's going through your mind. You know, as you, as you, you know, once you get the ball, he's like, well, I got the ball. And when I turned around, I saw the guys coming for, for me. So I knew I had to get this guy. They, they built the wall up, so I had, to, I had to go left. And then I saw the other guy. And so he's breaking it down the whole play, and I'm like, this is this is incredible, man. But as a as a dad, man, to you know watch your son go out there and compete the way he does, um, and, and to gain that you know that 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 team spirit, 
you know, being able to win, you know, with, with, with his buddies, we got people that he hangs out with every day, man, is it, pretty special to see. And I couldn't have been more proud as a father than, than, than in that moment right there. Charles, I mean, you were one of, if not the most talented player I ever played with. How much of that do you think is genetics, and how much of that is, uh, like, what do you think the ratio is? Yeah, uh, I, I got to say, you know, it, it, it's, I say, 80%, 90% genetics, you know what I mean? Because what he, what he sees on television, you know, he can he can mimic. You know what I mean? It, it, it's like I said, it's not anything that I could really teach him. You know, it's like when I watch him play soccer, you know, he goes out and does things on soccer that he hadn't, that they hadn't taught him for the practice field. He just goes out there and tries stuff. So he'll see something on TV, and then he'll try it. And so he, he's watched football. Of course, he's been around it, you know, watching me play. And he just really mimics it. But he has that, that makeup, you know, the genetic makeup to go out there and, and, and make it happen the way he sees it, you know, on television or in person. So, um, yeah, he just he, he just has it, man. That is awesome. Hey, when you're coaching your kid, is it are you tougher on, on Chase than you would be? Like, how do you approach that as a coach? Yeah, it's, it's really weird because I'm, I'm, I'm tougher on my kids because there's a part of me that feels like they should just get it. You know what I mean? So when I tell them to do something on the field, and they don't do it correctly, I'm hard on them. Like, come on, man. If I'm trying to get other people to do it, you at least got to, you know, know what I'm talking about and go out there and execute it. So you end up uh, just kind of naturally being tougher on your kid because you just want them to go out there and be able to perform. And when you tell them to do something once, you want them to understand it. But, you know, you got to coach them up too. You know, just like coaching up the other kids, you got to coach your own kids up so you're not out there you know, kind of just expecting them to be one way when you haven't told them how to do it. Talking with Charles Woodson on Wilde and Tausch, we will post the video from our Twitter feed as well if you haven't found it. But, of course, you can follow Charles at Charles Woodson on Twitter. Uh, Charles, last thing about Chase. How old is he now? Chase is 10. Yeah, so he's four, he's off Man, I'm glad, I'm glad Max's team's not matching up with Chase. <laughs> I tell you, he, he wants all the smoke, so, <laughs> so if Max's team ever want to play against me, he, he's ready. So, Charles, as you, and we'll we'll talk about as you head to Canton and as you come back to Titletown to join Tausch in the Packers Hall of Fame soon, but take us through kind of your thoughts as a close friend of Aaron Rodgers, as a great player like Aaron Rodgers is, watching this all unfold and frankly someone who had their career with the Packers I know you know you've kind of reconciled with them and you're eager to go into the Packers Hall of Fame but who had his Packers career end in a way that you would have preferred it not to end as well what has this been like to watch unfold and what have the thoughts been that have gone through your head as this saga has played out yeah I feel like uh you know this is something that's I guess it's been brewing, you know what I mean? It's one of those things where, you know, you hold something in for, for a long time and all of a sudden you, you get to a point where, you know, you're fed up. And that's kind of the way it seems like with this situation with, with Aaron. And, I mean, it really seems, you know, just on the outside looking in and just looking at all of the, you know, commentary about it and reading whatever you read about it, it, it almost seems, you know, personal 
you know what I'm saying, and 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 not business. So I don't know who, you know, whether it's the GM or whoever it is that, you know, he has this issue with. It got to a point where he just said, "I'm I'm, I'm done." Um, and I would imagine that, of course, you know, drafting the quarterback, even though I don't think, you know, he's not worried about somebody being drafted and coming and taking his position as if they're better than them, better than him. But I think drafting the quarterback and not, you know, doing some other things with your pick that maybe you could have in, in, instead of, you know, picking a quarterback has something to do with it. Uh, but I just think it's, it's something that's been, has been brewing and, he, he, you know, did an interview the other day and got a little bit of, you know, some stuff off his chest. And I, I, don't, I don't really know at this point where this thing is going to go, but it doesn't seem like it's going to get fixed in, in, in Green Bay. So, Charles, one of the things that Tausch and I have been talking about a lot and, and have corresponded a little bit with the quarterback on as well is it's one thing to say that you're not going to come back in – February, March, April, May, even June when the off-season program's going on. But it gets to late July, and all your teammates are reporting, and you've said that you want to play five to seven more years in the NFL, and you haven't not been in a training camp since you were like an eighth grader before you went to high school. Um, It's hard for me to picture Aaron Rodgers not playing football when he still can and is capable of and wants to. Do you have trouble envisioning that too? Or do you think he could really follow through if it comes to that and not show up for training camp and, and even threaten to retire like Carson Palmer once did? Yeah, you know, it's, it's funny because uh, you know, I just watched you know little snippets of uh, you know him on the interview that he did the other day with uh, Kenny Mayne. And, he, and, he, and he, to me, he kind of seemed at peace with wherever he's at. So however this thing shakes out, whether he, he plays, you know, for the Packers or he gets traded or he doesn't play, he seems to be at peace with where he's at. So um, I could I could absolutely see him just, just from, you know, from the naked eye, you know, sitting there looking at the pieces of that interview, that I think he would sit out. If, if, it, if it got to a point to where it, it, could, it couldn't work, trade or you know he's not re-signed with Green Bay I could see Aaron Rodgers sitting out wow that's that's not I know that I I know you don't have uh you have not discussed that with him but uh, it's hard for me to imagine but you know him better than anybody Uh, talking with Charles Woodson on Wilde and Tausch Charles the other thing that I've been fascinated by and and quite frankly I know you played a different position than quarterback but you know, we saw what you did your last three years in Oakland. Uh, most of us would have preferred you had done those here, but you were able to finish your career where it started. And, and you went to another Pro Bowl before your career was over. You looked like you could have kept playing if you wanted to, but you played a little bit more physical position. Is it remarkable to you what we're seeing from, you know, your old tuck rule buddy Tom Brady and Aaron and all these guys playing at the level they're playing at the age that they're playing at? No, nah, I, I, I don't think so. Because um, I, I just think it's different, um, different skill set and, and, and a different tax on your body in terms of the position. You know, you take you, you think about quarterbacks and, and, and the guys that are playing now, like you know Tom Brady. You know, for one, those guys are going to take you know impeccable care of their bodies, um, and you're not going to 
you know, I, I think unless you have some type of major injury at some point, you know, to your arm, shoulder, or whatever, you're going to be able to maintain, you know, the strength in your arm and, and, and throwing motions and mechanics aren't going to go anywhere. So I don't, I don't see, um, you know, I, I can see, you know, those guys, you know, playing for a long time because it's just not, it's not like you said, playing, playing the safety position, you know, hitting, you know, the speed that it takes to keep up with, you know, these younger guys coming into the league. The quarterbacks don't really have to worry about that. Brady's not worried about outrunning anybody. He's just worried about getting the ball out of his hands and getting into his playmakers. And he can do that. You know, he's a guy that's talked about playing, you know, well beyond what he's playing now. And I think that as long as, you know, he doesn't have any type of injury to his arm, he's going to be able to throw the ball, you know, 30, 40 yards down the field as long as until he's 50. You know, people keep throwing that, that number out there. But I, I don't, I, you know, I, I'm not surprised at all that these guys are able to do it now, especially with the way the game has gone. And, you know, the game's not as taxing from a, from a training camp standpoint. You know, you can't wear pads. Quarterbacks can get hit anyway. Um, and then now they protect them even more during games. So, uh, yeah, I, 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 can, I can see it, you know, with all of these great guys, like even Aaron talking about him. You know, if he gets his deal worked out, he could play five more years because his arm strength ain't going anywhere. Yeah. Charles, you, you talked about what you think, Aaron, being at peace. We're seeing a little ripple effect here. The OTAs, the top five wideouts did not report yesterday. Devontae's in the last year of his deal. I guess from your perspective, when you decided uh, to come here instead of going to Tampa Bay, how much is the quarterback driving you know, the the concern level that Devontae might say, if Aaron's not back, I'm not going to re-sign in Green Bay. How vital is that when you're looking at making those decisions? Man, I, you know, I, for me, it was it was uh, <clears throat> a different situation than those guys. You know, I was, you know, leaving Oakland, you know, trying to, trying to figure it out in free agency, what was going to happen. And, you know, I didn't have um, a whole lot of suitors. And so, it was, it was, you know, Green Bay was kind of like the last, option for me. It was either kind of almost like a take it or leave it. With these guys, the situation is different, especially with Devontae, who has such a close relationship with Aaron Rodgers. Um, and you got to think about in terms of, you know, free agents, you know, through the years, Tyus, you, you know, you've always heard about, you know, players not wanting to go to Green Bay. Well, one of the allures of going to Green Bay right now is to play with, with Aaron Rodgers. So I believe that that does kind of work into it a little bit as far as Devontae and his decision on re-signing or not re-signing is, you know, the quarterback and a guy that he has a close relationship with, a guy that they've broken records together with. Um, I'm, I'm, I, I got to imagine that that plays uh, a part in their decision you know, going forward. Talking with Charles Woodson on Wilde and Tausch. He gets ready to enter the Pro Football Hall of Fame and the Packers Hall of Fame in August Charles, even when you say it, that it was basically take it or leave it to come to Green Bay, or and now you're going into the Hall of Fame, and you had such an unbelievable run for seven years here in Green Bay. I, I just, I still can't believe that you were. It does that when you look back on that, and when you look back on how you didn't really want to be here when you initially got here. What do you think about when you reflect back on that specific time before you did all the amazing things you did here? 
Yeah, I think about it all the time. You know, I I, I can't I couldn't believe you know at that time, you know, like I mentioned earlier, you know, being in, in free agency and you know looking for suitors and you know really really nobody was calling. You know, it, it was kind of amazing to me that you know people had thought that my skills had diminished so much uh, that they didn't want me on their team, or that they heard that you know I had you know some attitude problems or whatever it was you know that was put out there you know about me. You know, it, it, I'm still in, in amazement, um, especially in terms of, you know, guys who got signed during that time period who played the same position. You know, me thinking, hey, man, I'm the, I'm the best one on the market and I can't find a job. So I, I think about the unlikely scenario, you know, of going to Green Bay all the time and then to spend time in Green Bay, spend seven years there. You know, so many, so many great things happened during that time period. You know, one being you know, being married, getting married, you know, having my two boys who we talked, you know, one of them we talked about earlier, you know, Young Chase, um, Super Bowl, Defensive Player of the Year, you know, all of the interceptions. Um, that was, that was, you know, it, it, it's, it's a path that I never thought that I would have been on and I never thought my path would have gone through Green Bay, but it did. And, uh, you know, very grateful, you know, for my time there. Well, I, I think I can speak for Tausch, who got to be your teammate, and, and me, who got to cover you and become your friend. We are really glad your path took you through here. Um, have you started working as someone who is a legendary pregame and postgame speech deliverer? If he won't come see us, we'll go see him, White House on three. Where are you at right. in your speech process for the Hall of Fame, the Pro Football Hall of Fame, and the Packers Hall of Fame, and do you have to write two separate ones, or can you recycle the same one <laughs> twice? <laughs> yeah, you know, of course, you know, some of it, um, you know, you know, I go into the Pro Football Hall of Fame first, and then uh, move on to the to the Green Bay Hall of Fame, and so yeah, some some of it will will carry over from one to the other, but you know, for me, <laughs> I just want to get up there, man, and just um, you know. Just be genuine with what I say, man, and, and, and just kind of you let it flow. So I walk around daily, you know, kind of going over it in my mind, you know, walking up to the microphone, you know, seeing all the people, you know, you know the teams that I played for and friends and family, you know, everybody's going to be clapping and cheering. So I'm kind of going through it in my head, you know, how I want to start the speech, you know, the middle of the speech, the ending. So I'm, I'm formulating, you know, a plan in my mind. And then when I get up there, I just want to let it flow. So that's kind of how I've always, you know, anytime I talk to the team, you know, before the game, after the game, whatever it may be, you know, I just kind of formulate things over and over in my mind. And then once I get up there, you know, I just it's time to deliver. You know, however it comes out, that's how it comes out. Uh, Charles, what about the fashion side of it? Obviously, you changed the whole culture in the defensive backfield, dressing. Are you going to go with the ascot? Do you have the wardrobe laid out for both? What What's that process go like? Yeah, you come on, man. You know the ascot's got to be a part of it. I figured. You know? uh, yep. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, the, the, the only other thing I can say, man, is, you know, I'm, I'm going to be sharp. I'm going to be looking good, man. So <laughs> you don't got to worry about that. Ask got to be a part of it, but besides from that, I'll be looking sharp. Well, I'm sure an ascot can go very nicely with a gold jacket. I'm sure you will hey, coordinate man. that yeah, beautifully. Yeah. 
it, it, I think everything go, everything goes with a gold jacket. I don't care what you have on. <laughs> uh, w- yeah. One more, w- one more thing before we let you go, which on this show, of course, usually means two to three more things. Um, going <laughs> into the Packers Hall of Fame with Al, I mean, I. You know, first of all, I always appreciated Al. He and I had a great relationship, and then he vouched for me with you, which allowed me to build the relationship I had with you. But you guys, it was so much fun when you guys were rocking and rolling to watch you two together, and then you add Tremont Williams to the group. How good do you think you three were when you were at the top of your games together, and how much of a nightmare was that for opposing offenses to try and get open? Yeah, well, first of all, I remember you know you know coming to Green Bay and, and, and trying to fill out the room, especially with reporters and and Al telling me, "Hey, hey, hey, Wood, man, J- Jason, he's he, he's one of the good ones. He's cool." <laughs> so you're right, man. He, he, he did vouch for you, man. And then, uh, like you said, we we've had a great relationship ever since. Then. But I think with uh, myself and, and Al, man, you know, kind of being the bookends on the corner, you know, two guys that were able to uh, you know match up. You know, all throughout the game, all throughout the season, you know, I, I can't see there being, you know, a better tandem you know, than us, you know, playing in that in, in that backfield. Um, especially, you know, when you think about, you know, some of the teams you, you play now and you see the dominant, you know, D lines and front sevens that people have, you know, we weren't as dominant, you know, up front as some of those guys. But when it came to covering and, and having to cover all day long, man, nobody was doing it better. Uh, to me and Al. And then, like you said, when you put, you know, Jermaine into the mix, who came and, and, and was able to develop, you know, uh, during his time there, you know, kind of being on the field with myself and Al and seeing the way that we both worked uh, and then honing his skills, um, I think we just, you know, our work ethic rubbed off on everybody. Um, and then w- when you talk about, you know, young Nick Collins, um, yeah. man, what, what, what a special talent he is. When you put him into the mix, uh, and, and then, you know, young Sam, once he came along, man, we had some of the best secondary play, you know, of, of anybody. I, I would, I would put, us, put us up against anybody. We talk about the number of picks um, and turnovers that we were able to generate as a secondary. There was nobody that got the ball better than we did. And I, I'll, I'll put our secondary up against anybody. Uh, they can't compete with that group, but when you do watch the Packers – and you watch Jair Alexander, what do you think? Yeah, he's a special kid, man. He's a special kid. He showed up, you know, time and time again throughout the season. Um, in particular, you know, come up with, with big plays, you know, during the playoff game, you know, that they weren't fortunate enough to win. But, you know, I see a guy, man, with a, with a, just a ton of tenacity out there on the field. You could, you could see his, his love for the game. You know, it just it just oozes out of him, man. And he looks like he's out there having fun. It looks like the game has, um, you know, you always, <clears throat> when you talk about players and, and them gaining experience in the league, how um, things just kind of start to slow down for him a little, a little bit. And so I think the game has slowed down for Jair, and he's just really, you know, seeing the entire field and how the offense, you know, is trying to attack him in the secondary and he's able to sniff out things um, as they play out, which is a great, you know, attribute to have is to, is to be able to dissect that offense and know where your plays are coming. So uh, he's been a, a joy to watch, man. I know they just made an addition, you know, through the draft. A uh, guy who's going to be wearing number 21. So, you know, I'm wishing those guys well, wishing them to get their hands on a lot of balls, man, and just make, 
make us old heads, you know, me and Al and Nick and Jermaine, make us all proud, man, the way you, the way they go out there and play the game. So those guys are fun to watch. So Eric Stokes has a lot to live up to in number 21, huh? Well, he only has to make it to the Hall of Fame. So I'm not going to put too much pressure on it's easy enough. <laughs> uh, well, Charles, you, you will enter the Pro Football Hall of Fame on August 8th. You'll be here in Green Bay uh, with your fellow Packers Hall of Famer, Mark Tauscher, on August 28th. We look forward to both of those. Uh, quickly, who's presenting you for each of those so we can give them a pop? Uh, that, that hasn't been decided yet. Oh! Uh, who the presenter would be, so, you know, i got to... Are Tausch and I still in the mix? Yeah, still in the mix. Still, there's still a chance. You know what? I, I'm chance. telling you right now, Charles could be the mediary to get Aaron Rodgers back to Green Bay right before the season starts by having Aaron Rodgers induct him. Oh, oh wow. Damn. Okay. <laughs> I had to put the call out, man. I'll get him back there. Now we're talking. We're solving problems. What if he turns me down? That would hurt. That would probably hurt. That would hurt. hurt. That would hurt. <laughs> well, then you've got us to fall back on. Charles, thanks for spending so much time with us. Uh, get on uh, get on the phone with the quarterback. I don't know if he's still in Hawaii, so maybe you should let him sleep for a couple more hours. But having <laughs> him present you, you for the Packers Hall of Fame would be a great scene. What an idea. That Tausch is such an idea guy. It's a great idea, man. That's quick. That was right off the top of the brain, too, man. Bam. Good stuff. Yep. Thanks, Thank Charles. Thank you, Charles. You're the best. All right, man. See you guys. Appreciate it.